Oh, hello, my name's Keith Taylor. This is London Overcomers Real Pain. I'm very pleased to have with me my very good friend, Miss Kat Jennings Vecchioni, who's studied law and medicine and has, has been the operator of an offshore casino. She's had a, a career as a rock musician in a group called Wig Party that was very successful at one time. And uh, I, I came to met, meet uh, Kat via a friend of mine in Australia who asked me to contact her when she was in Orlando in Florida. And I, I first spoke to her while she was broadcasting her own radio show. And so, Kat, very welcome to my show. It's good to have you with me. And uh, how how you feel? You feeling well today? Yes, thank you for having me, Keith Anthony. I appreciate it. That's, and that's, uh, doing very well today. Thank you. That's my pleasure. And can you remember, I think we met in about 2013-14. At that time, you were having some pain in your back while you were broadcasting. And I helped you with your pain, didn't I? I did some hypnosis on you while you were broadcasting. Absolutely. I was in a lot of extreme pain. And um, we were on the air and you did some hypnosis on me and... And um, and it subsided some of the pain, not some, but most, just about all the pain was um, depleted. And I just just want to explain for 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 the listener that Cat Cat um, has had a a couple of strokes, so so she's the way she's speaking is she's doing really well uh, because she's had a couple of strokes, so she's actually doing really well. And that, that's the way, the reason she is speaking the way she is. So, so do please be kind to her. And Kat, you've, um, you had, uh, I, I gave you the hypnotherapy over the airwaves while you were broadcasting. And then I, then I phoned you a f- few weeks later, didn't I, uh, to see how you were doing. And you, you told me that you were needing to have some surgery done, but you were having some issues. Could you tell us what the issue was? Well, I had to um, have um, a couple of different surgeries at that time. Um, and the major surgery was a radical hysterectomy. And um, <laughs> it was unbelievable that we did sessions over Skype and we had sessions to um, make, first of all, make my neck, uh, my, my, my chin was touching my chest area and the anesthesiologist would um, put a tube down, what it, the layman's terms, a tube down my throat so I could breathe during the uh, surgery. And he, Keith Anthony um, did some hypnosis on me to lift my neck so that my surgeon gave the order to the anesthesiologist to okay the surgery so that I could have the tube put down my throat 
and that was one session and then we had another session to um help the surgeon um shorten the time and Shall I, I, I clarify that for you, Kat? Yeah, yeah. Help me out because I, my articulation today is yes. not very what, well. What what um what happened was I I connected with um Kat via Skype over the internet, and in about 2014 it was, and Kat told me via text over Skype that she needed to have some radical surgery done but she couldn't have it because the, the surgeon needed to intubate her for the anesthetic, which means putting a, a tube down her throat so that they can give her oxygen. And they couldn't do it because cat has scoliosis, which is disorder of the spine. And she had a bend in her spine that was so severe that her chin was on her left Left or uh, her, her nose, in fact, was on her left breast. She had a complete U bend in in her um, neck, so her chin and her nose was on her left breast. So I, I asked Cat to turn on her camera so I could have a look. And when the camera was turned on, I was shocked to see that I was looking at the back of of Cat's neck, back of Cat's head, which came as a bit of a shock to me. And I asked Cat. When is her surgery? And she told me it was going to be in two days' time. And and the uh, the, the anesthesio anesthesiologist had, had said, tongue in cheek, I think, she might try some hypnotherapy to cure the bend in her neck. I think that sums it up, doesn't it, Kat? It was actually the surgeon, my, who was my OBGYN. Because the anesthesiologist didn't didn't believe in hypnotherapy. Oh, I see. Yeah, it was the other way around. All right. So, um, I, I gave Kat some some what must have been radical hypnosis, I think, over two sessions of about two hours over two days, and on the second session of hypnosis, I um straightened Kat's neck. And she was able to go and have the surgery done, which was marvellous, wasn't it? Yeah, because it was supposed to be for five days. I was supposed to stay in the hospital. And um, I was in and out of the hospital in 23 hours. And I was also was supposed to have four pints of blood for transfusion. And I only needed two pints of blood. Uh, that was because of the hypnosis, hypnosis. I gave you to, to yeah. accelerate your healing and to control the flow of your blood while you are under the anesthetic. And, and you had no scars because I suggested you would have no scars. I had three, I had to point, literally point them out. They looked like three little mosquito bites. So, three so little you, mosquito bites. So, so being a woman, you were quite pleased with that result. Oh my gosh, it's, it's like, it, it, was, it's, it was a miracle from God. Mm -hmm. So you would say as a woman that hypnotherapy would be probably better than cosmetic surgery because you were able to have oh, yeah. surgery uh, without scarring. So um, Exactly. 
Perhaps I should be speaking to plastic surgeons to, to minimize the scarring. Absolutely. Absolutely. So um, move, moving on from the surgery, because that, that was quite unpleasant, even though it did turn out well, you, you, um, you spent some time in um, a rock band wig party at strutting your stuff on the stage, and, and you, um, <laughs> you did that for a number of years, didn't you? Um, I did that for about two years. Uh, we, um, I was living with me um, in Tampa, and um, I uh, got a phone call from a wig party out of Miami, it's out of Miami, and I just packed my car, just the basic things I needed, my music equipment and stuff, and I asked my mom to take care of my parrot, Spike, at the time. And I said, Mom, I'm going to move to Miami and I'm going to be a rock star. And she says, okay, just be careful. And I, she left a note in my wallet secretly. And she says, when you get to Miami, open your wallet. I left something in there for you. And... She says, me and your Uncle Charlie are going to Las Vegas, break a leg. And meaning, uh, I don't know if you know what break a leg means, um, but it means do do good. Yes, I know what it means, yes. So they went to Las Vegas and um, I um, was with Wig Party for two years. Um, I left the band because of, um, familiar with Marilyn Manson. Yes. Yeah, I know. But Marilyn they were, they, they were called Marilyn Manson and Spooky Kids at that time before they got signed and Saigon Kick. And, um, it was, um, a real nutcracker for me because I had left my friends, my family, everything in Tampa, Florida, just to be a rock star. And um, we played venues like from thousands of people to the smallest cl clubs, you know. And um, that, that, that was like a dream job, you know. That's what I got paid to do. I got paid to play my own music. And three weeks before the Southeast Music Conference, which is where you show your stuff to get signed, where all the major labels, record labels, come to see up-and-coming bands, um, I get a phone call this is before cell phones. This was like in the late 80s, early 90s, um, where cell phones weren't prominent. I get a phone call that my best friend in the whole wide world got into a fatal car accident where somebody had died and she was in ICU. And since we had finished practice for the Southeast Music Conference, and we had the weekend off. 
I said, look, I need to go to Tampa, and I'll be right back. I'll, it was like a five-hour drive. And I said, um, I need to go say my goodbyes to my best friend. She's in ICU. And they said that she might not make it. So they said, that's cool. We'll, you know, go ahead and go. And, and, and I said, I'll be right back. I'm just going to say my goodbyes to her. And when I came back, there's a new drummer sitting in the, in the in the seat. And I said, what the hell is this? And they said, oh, well, we replaced Jamie while you were gone. And I said, you don't call? I said, I left the phone where I was going to be. You don't call me and tell me that you don't replace a drummer three weeks before the Southeast Music Conference. I said, what kind of crap is this? You know, you don't replace a drummer that's totally awesome with with this girl without calling me at least to call me and tell me that you're gonna replace the drummer and you didn't give me a reason why and nothing. So we start playing and we're rehearsing for the Southeast Music Conference. And she was horrible. She sucked. And then she's telling me that I am playing my own songs wrong. And there was so much chaos and bitterness that I said, I said this rehearsal is over. I said, I, I, because I'm not, I'm not a drinker. I'm not a drug user. I don't smoke. And I could feel the anger at that time. I wasn't on any kind of anxiety medication, mm -hmm. but I could feel my anger getting enraged and I was going to beat the crap out of this drummer. So I said, I'm going to put my guitar down and leave. And, um, you know, I, I just, I, I just can't deal with this right now. So they said, what's the matter, Kat? And I said, I, got, I just, I'm going to beat the crap out of this drummer. And they're like, now calm down, calm down, calm down. And I, I said, I need some fresh air. I need to go outside. So I went outside and they said, what's the matter? I, they said, she's cuter than her, than Jamie. I said, I don't care what she looks like. She can't play drums with a flip. And I didn't say flip, but uh, we're on the, <laughs> we're on a public, uh, where I can't say what I said. You know, so anyway, um, eventually, um, you know, we got stuck with her and we played the Southeast Music Conference three weeks later. And a gentleman walked up to me after we, we played our set and he said, are you the manager? of the 
wig party or who's your manager of the wig party? And I said, that gentleman over there is our manager. He says, well, I want to sign wig party, Marilyn Manson and the Spooky Kids and Saigon Kid Company. I think he said either Sony or Warner Brothers Records. And I go, and I started jumping up and down. I go, yes, yes, this is it. We've got a record deal. And then the drummer says, well, I don't want to leave Miami. I want to do nails. And I said, what? And then obscenity started coming out of my mouth. And I said, I will take your drumsticks and stick them so far up your, you know what, that they're going to come out of your nose with toothpicks, like toothpicks. And I said, that's it. I've quit the band. Because I said, I left everything in Tampa. I left my, my mom, my family, my, my friends, everything. This is what I worked for to get a record deal. Mm-hmm. And you want to do fingernails and don't want to leave Miami? I said, are you crazy? You should have, you should have said, fine, stay in Miami and the rest of the band will, will go with, with the record deal. Well, they didn't do it. And they're, they're, oh, it was, I said, I quit. I said, unless you get Jamie back in this band. I said, I get rid of her. Mm-hmm. I said, no. Yeah, so you missed your deal. And was it was it after that you you started running the casinos before? Um, it was after that. I I worked at a music store for a while, and went back to college, and um, was going to school part time. Um, finish my law degree and um, I was also working part-time I was working at that time I was working like three jobs I was working part-time in the casinos part-time as a server at the at a bowling alley and part-time in the um, in the music store. And this is, so you're working really hard for your future. And then when you, then when you set up your own casino, that's when you made your, your first million? Yes. And what, what happened next? Well, then, um, Eventually, um, I got married on a Russian cruise ship, and um, the documents weren't legal because they were in Russian. So, ten years later, when when we split up, um, I didn't have to get a, a divorce because documents were in Russian and. I didn't have to go through a, a divorce because of maritime law and 
and um, documents were in Russian and nobody could figure out anything. Mm -hmm. So we just went our separate ways. Okay. And, and you kept the money? I didn't keep anything. I got nothing out of it. I got just got my car, twelve hundred dollars. And what what happened to the money you made in the casino? Oh, we spent it. You you just literally just spent it. Spent it, and he got most of it anyway. Mhm. Mm That's sad. And what did you do after you finished with the casinos? Um, I got sick with cancer. Mm -hmm. And that was when we met, was it? Um, actually, I went to Italy, met marry a Italian man, and um, and I, that's when I came down with cancer. Because I was in the middle of recording an album, and uh, I collapsed in the studio, and I thought I thought it was from working so hard in the studio because I was in the studio recording a CD, and um, I was up like 16 hours straight trying to get the CD done, and I collapsed and from the pain. Mm -hmm. So um, that, that was breast cancer? Yeah. Okay. And that was before you met me? Yeah. Right, okay. And then you came back to USA? Yeah. Actually, I thought I was pregnant because it was four months. Hmm. So, you you've had um, very career. You you've studied law. You've studied medicine. You've you worked in casinos. You, you've been a rock star, and um, you've had an exciting life, haven't you? You've survived cancer, and um, a miracle that is. And and um, I I wonder. Let 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 me ask you because we're coming towards the end of the show, Cat. If if you could go back in time and see your younger self as as a as a child, what what advice would you give your younger self now? Um. Probably, be more careful of who you trust with your money. Mm hmm. Hmm, I see. What what I want Because I had several different business partners and I was very naive and very trustful. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's why I'm where I am now. Uh-huh. What what I want you to do, Kat, while you're there with your younger self, I, I don't know how old she is. I, I don't know whether whether she be, I don't know, 10 or seven or five or three or even younger, but you know how old she is. 
I want you to imagine, Kat, that you're reaching down to your younger self as a time-traveling big sister from the future, and I want you to reach down and pick her up and give her a big hug and let her know that everything is going to be okay in the future and that you're going to take care of her and look after her, make sure that everything is going to be okay in the future and you're going to be looking after her and that little girl has got nothing to worry about in the future and that you're going to look after her and make sure that she's going to be look that she's going to be recovering in the future and that she's going to be well and strong and healthy and give her a big hug and give her that reassurance will, will you do that Absolutely. Yeah, and you might want to close your eyes while you imagine doing that now. Give her that, that love that she was missing when she was a child. And really let her know that she's loved and that she's important and that she's cared for. And that she's not alone. and make sure that she truly knows that. And when you're done, and when that little girl knows that she's loved and that everything's gonna be okay in the future, I want you to bring all of that love that was missing and bring all that back to the present only when you're sure that all of that is done. Okay. And eyes open, feeling fabulous in every way. Absolutely. Good. So, um, Kat, we've we've um, been talking for quite a while now. I um. I, w I want to ask you: Do you have any final words to say or advice that you would give for people who are in times of trouble? Maybe people like yourself who who have been battling sickness or, or cancer. Have you got any words of encouragement that you would like to give them? Yes. Don't worry. Keep praying, because if you're praying, you're not worried. Mm -hmm. Well, that's that's profound words. So thank you very much, Kat, for being on my show. And um, this has been Keith Anthony Taylor. This is London Overcomers Real Pain. And this um, podcast will be going out on iTunes, on Anchor, and several other platforms and uh, my next podcast will be coming up very soon. And so do please tune in. You can contact me at uh, hypnosensei.co.uk if you'd like to book a hypnosis session with me. You can also telephone me on London number 0208-664-9595. And I, I do do hypnosis sessions over Zoom and also Spreaker I'll be using in the future as well. So... Um, do please make um, make inroads to make in contact with me and I'm sure I'll be able to help you. 
So thank you for listening. And I'm going to say bye-bye until next time. Bye-bye.